Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. With clients, Aidan, good morning to you. Morning, Aymet. How are you? Very well indeed. Um, lots of stuff going on. Let's talk domestic first, and then we'll come on to the kind of general markets wrap for the week that's just gone by. Argos dominating virtually all the headlines. Um, several hundred jobs to go. A lot of stuff today about the nostalgia. It certainly was a brand that cut through with customers. And the Irish Depend has gone out and actually done a video with some of those just reminiscing back. Everyone loved that little pencil and filling in that uh, strange little form inside the store. But Connor Pope in particular saying that the tide had gone out a little bit on the Argus business model that uh, companies like Ikea have come in lots of other obviously Amazon we always need to name check here but he, he's certainly reflecting on a changing business um, climate in retail that has kind of almost cut Argos out unfortunately Yeah I, I think there's a few things there and obviously it is devastating news for the nearly 500 people that are, are employed uh, in, in the business but this has been kind of in a progress over the last couple of years they've We've slowly but surely seen the, the losses at the Irish business increase and increase. And last year, it, it, you know, you would have seen about a 13 million uh, euro loss at, at the business. Sales were down 21% last year. And I think within the standalone Irish business, the, the big problem that they've got is, um, as you say, the, the, the tide has moved on to a certain extent in terms of the, the offering that they've got and the way people interact and, and, and shop. And there's just been better people, our better retailers have come in and kind of uh, targeted certain areas that they would have been always uh, well known for. So if you go back to when they originally came in, they were very big in flat pack furniture and all of that. And now you've got IKEA having come in and stolen that market, and then when it comes to electronics, etc., you obviously have Amazon coming in. But I think in, in the business overall, the, the the one saving grace it has in the UK is because it's owned by Sainsbury's. They have been able to kind of um, amalgamate the, the store offerings in there. So if you look in the UK, they've got two hundred and fifty odd standalone stores, but then they've got another four hundred and twenty stores in Sainsbury within Sainsbury's, and then another four hundred where you can have a, a click and collect offering through uh, through the Argus website to pick up in Sainsbury's. They just don't have that square footage or that footprint here in Ireland so it, it became very difficult and the stores are quite large they're in very well known um, very well known shopping centres and what a lot of people don't realise is because of the breadth of, of product that they cover the actual storage area behind the store that they require is absolutely massive uh, so I'd, I'd say you know when you look at the, the rental costs and everything that's happened to them. It, it was probably, you know, sad and this is the same. It's probably only a matter of time. Yeah, it looks like according to a story across the front of the examiner that the business in Ireland at least was faced with a, a critical decision a few months ago where to go and save the business or keep it going would involve a huge investment on technology. You know, as you said, doing up some of the stores, a bit of refurbishment. And it just looked like they weren't prepared to make that commitment. And then once not having made that commitment, there was really no other decision after that. So it was kind of either put a good few million in or it's the end. It was kind of one or the other. It seemed to be that stark. 
Yeah, yeah, it looks as if it was quite binary. And when you think about it, they, they only have 34 stores in the Republic overall. So, you know, it just they just don't have that wide footprint that you can kind of leverage, you know, a, a, a large amount of investment, a large amount of investment required across that network. And, and as I said, it was, it was just, it was a kind of a binary event, either plow more money in or, or, or close it. And I think when you take a step back and look at the wider Sainsbury's business as well there's an awful lot of issues there that that will obviously be be competing for investment and it just you know I'm, i i think it looks as if it just went down the priority list too far and it was just easier to close it. Now let's stick with the job team. The Irish Independent is talking about a little bit of softening in the number of job vacancies that are out there. Irishjobs.ie are the uh, company that collect this data. Essentially they're saying there's plenty of jobs still out there, plenty of gaps in various sectors, but not quite as many. Um, What do you make of that statistic? I mean, do you think this is kind of just a one-off or do you think we're seeing just a little bit of softening around the edges of the, the, the labour market? I, I, I think there's two things going on. One, I would say to you is it, it, it's looking at the fourth quarter, which tends to be the weaker of the of the, the quarters in the year um, in terms of job vacancies. But I think the other thing too is when you look at it on a, on an industry by industry basis, we're definitely seeing some issues in certain industries. You know, where you're where you're looking at, you know, there, there was only nine sectors out of thirty nine sectors posted an increase in job vacancies and. Um, so that's definitely we're definitely seeing some issues, uh, and you know, not surprising things like retail we saw fall as well as arts and entertainment, you know, and 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 probably traditionally stuff that, that and hospitality that would be very big during the summer. We've seen those roll off a little bit as as we've come into the winter. There are there is good news in terms of you know roles in medical and healthcare sectors were very very strong in the fourth quarter. So I I, I don't think it, you you'd necessarily look at this and say you know you draw kind of general conclusions i think it's re- it really is in an industry by industry basis and you know there are definitely going to be industries that are impacted by the higher cost of living and things like that that are sure are, are seen Aidan, finally one that caught my eye on the papers front page of the irish times business supplement uh, talking about inherited wealth and it says uh, it's nearing 100 billion euros in value at this stage i suppose we've we've always had inherited wealth obviously but uh, what was interesting in this story is that it's percolating down it's not just the wealthy or the top tier in in wealth terms, ordinary middle class folk are passing on big money. It's not just property, but shares and all sorts of other financial assets. It's an interesting little social snapshot, isn't it? It is. And look, you know, where we work in Davy, we've obviously been seeing this for quite some time. Uh, but I do think the, I think the one point you make that's very, very important is that that. The, the breadth of wealth across um, the, the country has, has widened out massively. So, you know, we have from people that have, have been working for multinationals for many, many years, have got stock options and all of that type of thing, and, and have seen their wealth grow. But I think the other thing, too, that, that that's worth bearing in mind is that, that people are getting far more sophisticated uh, about planning intergenerational wealth transfer than they probably have over the last few years. And it's, you know, people are getting to the point where 
you know, they might not have taught themselves wealthy, but, you know, when it comes to, to, to planning that intergenerational wealth, they find that they do have, you know, a large sum of money that, and, and it makes sense to, to, to properly plan for that. So I think more people are, are, are uh, the, the breadth of wealth is definitely expanded, but I think more people are focusing on the whole area of inheritance and making sure that it's, it's, it's done in a, in, a, in a tax efficient way. Yes, and I'm sure that revenue will be taking an interest in some of this if the tax structures and um, the rules of all of that change over the next few years as budgets get a little bit tighter, uh, nationally speaking. For now, I'm going to let you go. We normally uh, talk a little bit more about markets, but we'll let you go. Time is against us, and that is Aidan Donnelly, who is the head of equities at Davy Private Clients, based here in Dublin. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.